Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Friendly reminder, I am your host, Kayla Canaram. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Cody Tapp, and our producer, Nick Schwert. I just said it's Red Friday yet. None of us are wearing red, guys. Uh, oh, I'm just hiding. Like Nick, Nick is wearing red. I I'm wearing a Liberty it. Memorial t-shirt. I think that that should count as something Kansas City based. So close enough. <laughs> I'm wearing Andy Redabbing. Oh, then we're good. Yeah, Come on. All right. It is finally here. Week six, the game we have all circled in our calendars. Bills at Chiefs. Guys, can we just admit right now that this is the best rivalry in the NFL? It's the best. I mean, it's the best quarterback with arguably the second best quarterback. At worst, the third best quarterback. The Chiefs have beaten the Bills two times in the last two playoff runs. The the only hesitation I have. It's two of the best teams. It's two of the best quarterbacks. It. I agree with all of that. But uh, the issue is, is that the Bills haven't done anything. Doesn't it to be like the best rivalry to be Brady Manning? I don't care. Montana. Like if it's going to be those, doesn't it require the bills to accomplish something? No, <laughs> you answered so quick. No, because man, let's, let's get one thing clear. The bills came into Arrowhead last year and whooped the chiefs butts. They won yep. that game by 18 points. And I, what I do not like, because I agree with you to an extent, this isn't like, this isn't the Yankees Red Sox. This isn't Kansas, Missouri, right? This isn't, exactly. uh, <laughs> this isn't Alabama, Auburn. It doesn't have the history, but I don't like the idea of constantly moving the goalposts to the point where Chiefs fans aren't supposed to get up for any game because, oh, you guys haven't won anything in the playoffs. You guys haven't done this in the postseason. It's like, wait a minute. They play every year. It's the two best teams. It's the two best quarterbacks. It's the the marquee game on the NFL calendar. And I, I don't want to act like the Chiefs just kill the Bills every time they play because the last two times they faced off, one of which was one of the greatest games any of us have ever seen in the postseason. And the other one, the Bills came into your place and did something that nobody does. I don't want to write that off and dismiss it as, well, you still haven't done anything. It is the Chiefs' best rivalry. Because all the other teams you could choose, like the AFC West right now, they also haven't done anything, but they also don't play good football. The Bills play good football. They play great football. 
They're one of the best teams in the AFC. And there's no other team to really pin on in the AFC right now because the second Tom Brady left and that never had a chance to really develop anyway. That was kind of drawn out there. And they've played Lamar Jackson a couple of times, but it doesn't have the same juice, I guess, as a warrior. You're never going to choose an NFC team. It is the Chiefs' best rivalry. There's there's no way that I would that I would argue against that. But there are still, you know, like it's it's tough because if you're saying the NFL's best right now, maybe because I don't believe, you know, like some of the best NFC quarterbacks as it sits are old. And, you know, Brady Rogers never seemed to get that juice because Brady's main rivalry will never be anybody who is currently in the league. It was Manning. That was his guy. That was when his rivalry was at its best. So I don't think that they have to be in the division to earn that, Nick. I'll say that about those two is that like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes have to be in a division to earn the best rivalry. Feels like Herbert and Mahomes had a good chance at that, but they continue to come up short, Kayla. Yeah, I mean, plain and simple, these are the two best teams in the NFL. Last year, everyone knew that that divisional game was going to be better than the Super Bowl. Many, I was one of them, claimed it was the Super Bowl, even though I know it can't be. But um, this is, we're going to get the most exciting play from these two teams. They are undisputably the best two quarterbacks in the league. And I'm loving this rivalry. You know I what I think like helps it, Nick, is that the last time they played, they put on a show. I mean, they they put on a the final two minutes, not just a 13-second play, but the final two minutes of that, man, they put on a show. They went back and forth. Mahomes or uh, Allen scored with two minutes to go. Mahomes left a full minute on the clock, and Josh Allen only needed like 45 seconds of it to put a touchdown on the board. And then Mahomes only needed 30, uh, 13 seconds to score a field goal and then went down and scored the touchdown. So to your point, the last time these two put it, it was one of the greatest playoff games we'd ever seen. Because here's the big thing, and I know a lot of people, a team we haven't even mentioned yet is the Bengals. A lot of people will say, well, no, the Bengals, they beat you in week 17, and then they beat you again in the AFC Championship game. The reason why it's still the Bills over the Bengals is, I know the Bills are going to be good every single year. Yeah. We've seen it now. And maybe even entering last year, we were still like, oh, I still want to see a little something more. Then everything changed. When they came to your place and beat you by three scores. Now, moving forward, I will never doubt the Bills and say, oh, are, are we sure this team's still around? I, I'm not sure about the Bengals. They're sitting there at two and three. I don't know that they're going to be in the mix in the AFC every year for the next decade. But I know these two teams will. And I would, I would bet you any amount of money that while they're still going to be motivated to get revenge against the Bengals, this is the game. This is the game every Chiefs player had circled on the calendar on. Gotta have that one. Gotta win that game. I think you're probably right because it's honest to God. You know how you know it's one of the best ones? Is it not just the Chiefs? Nick, if you release the whole NFL schedule, big NFL schedule release, like, all right, 260 games. What are your top five? And you asked 100 people, do you think Chiefs Bills is in every single person's top five? Yes, it's probably in top three for everybody. Yeah, there's just no doubt. Like someone might order it a little bit different just because they're being weird. But for the most part, if you, unanimous, it's unanimous. It would have been on everyone's list. And that's because we watched them in the AFC title game do that. And because the Bills beat them last year. And because they're the two best teams with two of the best quarterbacks. And you're probably right, Nick. The reason why I think we're calling it premature, because I don't think it's fully evolved to its final form yet is a rivalry. 
But because we both know, or all three of us know, that the Bills are going to be good, you can probably just go ahead and assume that it will be. Kayla, is this game, we've already seen Chiefs Chargers, and I think we had a variation of this conversation before that yeah. game. And then we had the, the Super Bowl rematch from two years ago with the Bucks two weeks ago. Yep. Are you... Because the best way to tell about like a rivalry is like nerves. It's not just like excitement. Oh, I can't wait for this game. It's nerves. Are you more nervous about this game than you were either of the those two? Yes, hands down. Because that's I the was, other part of it is. Like, I was even nervous in Monday night's game. Oh my gosh, I was sweating. I w- my heart was racing. Um, because that one got a little too close for comfort that we did not expect. But yes, of course, I'm going to be a mess on Sunday. Because that's another part of it is. As a Chiefs fan, and you've been sort of dominating the AFC over the last four years, you don't like, yeah, you want to beat the Chargers, you want to beat the Bengals, you want to beat the Ravens, you want to beat the Bucks, but the Bills are the only team that scare you a little bit. The Bills are the only team that make you think, hey, they might be better than us. Yes, and because beat them, and then you'd be like, oh, you remember all those people who said uh, we'd miss Tyreek or we were replacing our entire defense and it was going to be a problem? Well, we're the only one-loss team in the AFC, and we're the current favorites to win the Super Bowl and the AFC. So now what? You talk about a confidence confidence builder. That feels like everything all rolled into one into that game. Here's the thing, though. Last year, obviously, we split with them. We won when it counted. Are you okay if that happens again this year? I just care about what happens in the playoffs. I know this is going to be a hard-fought game. We'll get to our predictions later on, but... If we take the L on Sunday, hopefully we do not. I'm, I'm going to be fine with it because obviously the Bills are the second best team in the league. As long as we just turn it up for playoffs, then we'll be good. I think, uh, I guess from, to your point, I'll feel more good about the team if they win than bad if they lose. Like Because if they beat them, I, I had already pinned them for a couple of losses getting through six games anyway. Like, it just seemed logical that they weren't going to get through that six-game stretch with a single loss. I especially wouldn't have assumed that that loss was to the Colts. They would have beaten every other good team on their schedule. The Bills, the Chargers, the the Cardinals, who were a playoff team last year and certainly haven't looked nearly as bad as they were at any other stage. So, I mean, yeah, I guess a little. It just kind of depends on how, that, how they lose, I guess, Kayla. Because if they get boat raced, then maybe that answer's a little different. So, what if I told you that that's a great trailer for 30 for 30. What if I told you <laughs> that we all know Tom Brady won that, that rivalry versus Peyton Manning, but that Manning actually won the postseason rivalry. And you would say that doesn't make any sense. Tom Brady won every Super Bowl. Well, they didn't always face off in the postseason, but Manning actually has the edge there three to two. Yet history is not going to remember that. History is only going to remember rings. So that's why to me, it's like, we don't we're not guaranteed even though we think they're the two best teams in the AFC we're not guaranteed that they're going to play each other every postseason I want bragging rights like like because that game's not guaranteed I want this one I feel like I'm going to be miserable if the Bills win this game in Kansas City for the second year in a row I'm going to be like well okay they've got our number to a certain extent that's the one team that I'm not confident in you being able to beat Okay, well, quick follow-up to the whole rivalry conversation. Does the fact that these quarterbacks and teams don't have that built-in hatred for each other lessen our excitement around this game? I mean, you've got our quarterbacks playing in golf tournaments together. 
our fan bases are donating to each other's charities. It's like the friendliest rivalry, perhaps, in football. <laughs> I, I think they'll learn to hate each other. That's natural. Just give it time. I mean, Mahomes is making 13-second jokes on national television. Do that a couple more times, and I imagine you'd see the little bit. It almost seems like Josh Allen is too much of a nice guy, and Mahomes is a nice guy up until the point he has to be an in-game cutthroat. So maybe a little less, but I don't remember Manning and Brady shooting jabs at each other off the field. That, that stuff all came on the field, didn't it? Yeah, but that's just, I think that's more of a product of the, the era in which they played. Like in every sport now, kids who are coming up, playing in these traveling tournaments, going to these camps together, doing off-season promotional things. Like, it's just a smaller world now. And guys who are in the same sort of stratosphere as each other often are friendlier with each other. Whereas I don't think that was necessarily the case 20 years ago. Like, I guess if we're hoping for Kepka, right. And, and DeChambeau. <laughs> I don't know that that exists anywhere in the NFL. Like Tyreek and Eli Apple have it. Maybe the position players can start hating each other. That's it too. They don't like those. The quarterbacks don't go against each other. No. And they're Just watching respect. But yeah, Josh Allen did a, uh, did an interview earlier this week. And he said, you know, when I'm watching, when I'm watching on Sundays, like Patrick Mahomes is the guy I want to watch. And it's like, will you say something mean? Say some, give him some bulletin board material so we can talk shit on you and that Patrick Mahomes comes out and wants to rip your throat out. Who does America love more? The Bills or the Chiefs? Bills right now. The Bills right now. Yeah. They're the, they're the shiny new toy. That was the Chiefs two years ago. But the problem is the Chiefs kept winning. And America got tired of that. We get tired of you. If you're good for a year, that's great. Two years, it's like, mm, third year, we're done with you. We want somebody new. That's who the Bills are right now. They're new. By next year, America will hate both of those teams. And they'll love the Eagles instead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, you guys. Fingers crossed. We should be getting Trent McDuffie and Harrison Butker back this weekend, which of those two is most important for the Chiefs at the moment. Last I checked, Matthew Wright made a 59-yard field goal. So, <laughs> McDuffie, right? I Look, it's McDuffie for this game and move forward. They don't have enough corners. And Fenton stinks. And Fenton's hurt. So, in addition to that, you know, Fenton hasn't practiced two games in a row or two, two practices in a row. So, they're missing Fenton at the time being. They're starting a seventh-round rookie in Jalen Watson. They have fourth-round rookie and Joshua Williams on Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro in the middle of that play in the final moment. I think I'd rather that be the guy who is 21st overall. And as much as they've done a good job getting sacks, they're not perfect at it, and they have to create them through the secondary, which means they're going to need the back end of their secondary to be better. I mean, just this game alone, Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs, and if Dawson Knox is healthy and plays, there are a lot of guys to guard for the Bills. I think it'd be big to get McDuffie back, bigger than even Butker, even though missing Butker might have very well cost them a 5-0 and start because if they have him, they probably win that Colts game. But I just feel like getting McDuffie back matters more for this team long-term. Here's the problem, Cody. I know Harrison Butker's good at his job. Yeah. I don't know that Trip McDuffie is good yet because I've only seen him for less than a full game in the NFL. And the stuff that was coming out of training camp wasn't exactly, hey, this guy's about to light the world on fire. 
and show why the Chiefs traded up for him. I'm not saying Trent McDuffie is bad. I'm just saying for this game in a bubble, I don't know how much of an upgrade he is, whereas I know Harrison Butker is a massive upgrade over Matthew Wright. I am with Nick. I would much rather have Harrison back as quickly as possible. He's the one that puts points on the board. When If this comes down to a field goal, I want Harrison which, out there. I th- I, which kind of feels like is going to happen. <laughs> I don't expect either one of these teams to blow each other out. I thought, I'm sure we thought that last year and Buffalo obviously was able to do it, but I mean, don't like, do you really want Rashad Fenton guarding Isaiah McKenzie? Or do Dave you want Davis? Matthew Wright kicking 40 yarders at the end of the halves? Not particularly, but uh, you know, I guess it's important. <laughs> they're both back. I don't know why uh, I'm going to start keeping a tally. I think Kayla sided with you, Nick, like seven times to the three. She sided with me. This feels well, like, wait, I'm- really? I feel like Nick's always, by himself on a lot of stuff. I do too. I do too. So maybe that's just the feeling is it's magnified when it's two against one, no matter. <laughs> Anytime you're like, someone choose me. I think it's yes. Duffy and someone should come over on my side. I'm not saying Bucker is not important. He clearly is. And it's not to say that field goals won't matter in this game, but honestly, I want, you know what it is? I, the chiefs are the second least aggressive team in go for it situations. And the bills are the most aggressive team. So the Chief, the Bills have added more points of value to their team this year than anyone in the NFL. And the Chiefs have added the second least only to the lowly Broncos. I want them to be aggressive. And honestly, if Butker's not in there, maybe they'll be forced to be. They'll be sitting on Matthew Wright and they'll be like, mm, fourth and two and it's a 47-yarder, huh? Let's go for it. Which is what I want in the long – this is what I want anyway. But if Butker's not there, I might get what I want in the long run. That might be part That's of the reason such that we're ex- there. That's an extreme. You're you're living too too far on the extreme end of that spectrum of never kick field goals. Not I want never, you to be so bad that it's never an option. <laughs> Fourth and twelve from midfield. We're, we're Tommy, stay on the sideline. We're going for it. Well, I don't want him kicking a sixty-four yarder in that case either. But no, I just I uh, that can be Tommy Townsend's time. I just there are a couple of moments in a game the Chiefs have been a little too conservative this year and against Buffalo I don't think you can get away with it and that's the other thing the Bills score on big plays more than anyone else in the NFL feel like corners might help that that's why getting McDuffie back I think matters more 